Real life, y'all ready for God's word tonight? Come on, y'all can do better than that. Y'all ready for God's word? It's been three weeks and I'm ready to preach tonight. Y'all ready for some preach? The prophet said it's like a fire shot up in my bones. It's got to come out because it's going to consume me. I'm ready. Y'all ready? Praise God. We are about to start our first series of the new year. We're calling it Streaks. Streaks. Snapchat. Y'all like Snapchat? Um, just so you know, I don't know if you've checked already, but y'all can do this after service. We got some um, filters for you guys that are specific for real life. So tonight after service when y'all are hanging out and uh, taking pictures and, and sending one another snaps, be sure and use those filters because we, we purchased those just for y'all because we love you and you're awesome. Tell somebody next to you you're awesome. Tell the person to the other side, get ready. Tell the person behind you, pay attention. Tell the person in front of you, don't bother me. <laughs> All right, let's pray. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for your spirit. God, we thank you for what you're already doing in our lives. We give you permission right now in this moment to have your way. Do what you need to do to change us, God. I pray that if you would change anyone in this room, start with me. God, allow your Holy Spirit, we, we're allowing right now your Holy Spirit to penetrate us. Use us tonight. Change us tonight. Make us better tonight in Jesus' name. And everybody shouted, amen. For the next few weeks at Real Life, we want to inspire you to start this year off right with Jesus. We want 2017 to be the best year of your life. See, I believe that 2017 is going to be the year of the supernatural for you and for me. I believe that 2017 is going to be the year that we as a student ministry go deeper and fall more madly in love with Jesus than we've ever been before. Come on, y'all. Y'all got to help me preach tonight. 2017 is not going to be like last year. I don't know about y'all, but I don't want to carry my struggle from 2016 into this year. I want to move past that. I want to move beyond it. I want to grow further. I want to go deeper. Tonight, our relationship with Jesus has got to go deeper into a more meaningful level. We want this for your life because we know that there is nothing you can't do or accomplish if you are daily connected to God. Tonight, we're, we're starting a series called Streaks, right? And if your streak with Jesus is intact, I'm talking you don't miss a step. It's like Jesus in the morning, Jesus in the evening, Jesus at supper time. Praise the Lord. Come on, y'all. If your streak with Jesus is intact every day, you're sending some love to God and you're receiving something, you're seeking him out in God's word. If you do that every single day of your life, I can say with confidence that this year will be the absolute best year of your life. I promise you that. See, streaks, they're started. I've been thinking about Snapchat, right? Um, Daniel Rodriguez is crazy. He will send you a snap, and all it says is streaks. Y'all get those all the time, right? The blank, the blank snap where it's just streaks, right? Trying to start a constant connection. And for some of y'all, someone, someone in the house, maybe one or two, have never experienced Snapchat before. And what a streak is, is basically it's a communication between two friends that every single day you send something back and forth. 
And after a few days, you get a little number up on Snapchat, and it starts your streak with one another. It, it proves that there's some so, sort of established relationship. There's a back and forth communication, right? And, and streaks, how many of y'all in this room right now got over 100 in your streak? Awesome. Look at y'all. Look at this. We got some streaks in the house. What, how many are over 200? Wow. Who's got the 365? Over a year streak. Wow. 415? That is amazing. That is so cool. All right. Shh. Streaks. Streaks. The, the reality is this. Streaks are started and ended every single day. Our goal for the next few weeks is to help you keep your streak alive with Jesus. To help you have a constant connection, a constant communication with the one who died for you. With the one who hung on Calvary's cross for you. The one who gave everything for you. Who desires deeply to have that one-on-one -on -one personal relationship and connection with you. See, streaks, I, I found this out. Y'all got to see this. Streaks are actually a scriptural concept. Y'all want to hear in God's word where streaks first started? Let me share with you because some of y'all don't care. All right, John 15, verse 5, it says, Jesus said this. He said, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Basically, Jesus was saying, you stay connected with me and everything's going to take place. I'm going to make good things happen for your life. But apart from me, you can do nothing. This scripture in the scripture, the vine represents connection. When we are connected to Jesus, good things can happen. Nothing will enhance your life more than being in constant connection with God, young person. Nothing. The scripture also shows us that the little things in life can kill a streak, right? Y'all know how it's like, man, you go, you go out of town or you go to a friend's house, your phone dies, something happens, you go to a movie and you forget about your friend and your streak dies, right? Song of Solomon in verse, chapter 2, verse 15, it says, catch the little foxes because the little foxes are what ruin the vine. Little things ruin connection. Little things can destroy our streak with Jesus. A modern day interpretation of these scriptures is simply this. When it comes to building and maintaining streaks, especially a streak with Jesus, man, distractions, distractions are everywhere, amen? Distractions destroy streaks. We were talking about it, and that's the main thing. If you're constantly in communication with your friends, mainly the main thing that's going to end your streak is distraction. Man, I got scheduled for a double at work. And I forgot about you. I'm sorry. Distractions destroy streaks. I'm praying tonight that many of us in this room tonight will have our eyes open to the fact that the enemy of your soul will do anything to distract you so your streak with God will end. The enemy of your soul is trying with everything that he can to distract you from seeing the importance of a personal relationship with Jesus. Here's the problem with this truth. The problem is that the biggest distractions you and I will face will be disguised as incredibly attractive things. Distractions are, are purposely meant. They're deceptive. They're, they're things that you actually want to do. They're things that look appealing um, because if, if they were an obvious trap, we wouldn't do it, right? And so 
there, there are things like when you're walking down the hall and it's it's a Friday afternoon and, and one of your friends is like, hey, um, I got this thing going down at my house tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Everybody's coming. My parents are out of town. It's going to be lit. It's going to be fun. You need to be there. Hey, and that girl you've been chasing, she's coming too, and she's coming alone. So why don't you come with us tonight? It's going to be fun. You got to come. Come on now, y'all. Y'all know I'm speaking your language. You know it happens almost every single day of your life. The distraction from a relationship with Jesus comes packaged in something that's attractive. Success can be a distraction. If all you care about is money, making the, the money and, and getting the grades so you can get to the college, and as you're studying for the straight 4.0 GPA, you forget a relationship with God and you lose your soul. The scripture says, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world but lose your soul? It's an appealing distraction that's right in front of you. Some of y'all gentlemen in the room are like that girl that that walked into service, you ain't never seen her before, and you're like, boy, that girl be looking good. And you're like bumping your best friend, and you're like, you see that girl? She is fire. Did you see the twinkle in her eyes, man? I, The smile on her face just made my heart skip a beat. I want to talk to her, right? It's an attractive distraction. Let me tell you, young men, those young ladies that you're looking at, by the end of this service, they're going to be loving Jesus with all their heart. They're taken. The comparison game, this is a big one. When we start comparing ourselves to one another, that's a distraction. It's a, it's a deceptive trap that we fall into. Man, we get so focused. Man, why in the world does so-and-so have all those friends? Man, why in the world does so-and-so get all those opportunities to, to speak, to do offering Man, why did those crazy boys get on the announcement video and I didn't, right? And we start comparing ourselves to one another and we're thinking to ourselves, man, I could be falling more in love with Jesus tonight, but I'm too concerned with watching how so-and-so is behaving and how I hate them because I'm better than them and they're getting more than what I get. The comparison game is a trap. I want to tell you to stop looking at the speck in someone else's eye when you got a plank in your own because it will distract you we get so focused on comparing ourselves to others that we give up on what we're called to do and who we're called to be because we're offended that someone else is getting what we want in life why do they have so many followers see let me tell you this this powerful truth the favor of god flows through connection with jesus so maybe, just maybe, the friends that you're jealous of, the friends that you're envious of, maybe they're getting what they get because they're more connected to Jesus than you are. And if you would stop chasing the things that you want that are superficial and almost artificial, the stage is, is nothing compared to the presence of God. And if you would chase the anointing and the connection with Jesus every single day of your life, you'll see the favor of God open up in yours. Amen? Some of us in this room have unfair circumstances. Man, you're being abused at home. You're being bullied on social media. There's things happening that at, at your school that you're being picked on. You're being pushed out of the, the circle of friends that you care deeply about. There's things that are happening. Divorce is happening at your home. Foreclosure. There's unfair circumstances. 
Can I tell you tonight, some of us in this room are on the verge of giving up on a relationship with God just because their life is terrible right now. I want to tell you, if you would hold on, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. God will step into your circumstance. He'll prove to you that he is your ever-present help in time of need, that he will never leave you or forsake you. You just got to hold on. Man, one time, I'll never forget it, talking about distractions, I was preaching at Griffin, the last church I was at, and, and we had the Griffin Bears football team, Griffin High School. They were a, a quad A state championship football team. They were a bunch of Division I athletes. Some of us in this room were probably there when this happened, and they always sat in the left-hand back corner. They, they, were, they were a rough group. Some of them were gang members. Some of them were drug dealers. Some of them were just, they were hood, man. It was like straight out the hood, I'm telling you. They had never been to church before being in our youth ministry. And, and I just, they kept coming and coming and bringing their friends. And their girlfriends were not even close to being good girls at all. It was crazy. And, and I would have this consistent prayer because I knew, I said, Lord God, you've got to protect us. Because there's going to come a time where one of those boys who's in a rival gang is going to get mad at somebody that's also in this room. And I'm going to have to step in and break up a fight. And God, you're going to have to bring me home to Jesus quick because you know those Division I athletes are going to take me apart. And so there was one night I'm preaching and I'm, I'm giving God's word and I'm looking and all of a sudden in the left back corner, somebody pops up and jumps up. Big old boy jumps up out of his seat and starts yelling. And I think to myself, oh Lord, here it comes. Here we go. And then the person next to him jumps up and, and starts yelling again. The person right in front of them jumps up, and I'm thinking, my God, what's about to happen? And person after person, one after one, it goes down the aisle, and all of a sudden, I realize that these Division I athletes are jumping up out into their chairs, into the seats of their chairs, scared, screaming like little girls because there's a little mouse that's walking down the aisle. It was crazy. It was a distraction from the pit of hell. It took us 10 minutes to capture that sweet little mouse and kill it. No, we didn't kill it. I'm just playing. I wanted to kill it, though. But it was a distraction. Come on now, y'all. Distractions take out your streak all the time. Getting focused on something or someone else causes you to miss out on the daily connection. And the streak is broken. I'm here tonight to tell you it's God's desire to have a daily connection with you, a streak that lasts with you until eternity. He wants to talk with you and relate with you and speak into your life, not just tonight, but every single day of your life from this point forward for the rest of your life until you go and enter into heaven with him. For the next few weeks, we're going to help show you how to keep your streak alive and avoiding distractions is the perfect start. I've come tonight to tell you that distractions lead to shallow thinking. And shallow thinking leads to shallow living. If all you do is walk around living your life from one distraction to the next, bouncing from one 
opportunity to the next, thinking that maybe this will be good for me, maybe this will be good for me. If you do that, you're going to live your life distracted, and you're going to think to yourself, man, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to go with whatever shows itself to me, and that's shallow thinking. And what happens is you start thinking shallow, so you start living shallow, and you start giving yourself to things that God never intended for you to give yourself to. And you start living for things that God never intended you to live for. Samson is who we're going to look at in God's word tonight. Samson was an Israelite warrior and a judge. And he had the gift of supernatural strength given to him by God. He was a Nazarite, which meant he vowed not to cut his hair, not to drink fermented drink, not to touch the dead because that was considered unclean. The guy had terrible taste in women. His mom and dad tried to warn him. If you read the whole story, many in the room can relate to him because we always seem to pick the women that distract us. Man, that girl Cindy, my parents tried to warn me. Y'all have heard of some of our story. They tried to warn me when it was Christmas break. We're talking about our past and talking about memories. My parents were like, what were you thinking, son? Jubilee is so incredible, and that girl was garbage. But one day, Samson, Samson saw this girl, and he told his parents, he said, I want to marry that girl. He said not to mess, the, the, his parents said, don't mess with her, but he didn't want to listen. I'm here tonight to tell you that when we ignore the warnings, we are in danger of breaking the streak we have with God. When you start ignoring the warnings of mentors and loved ones and people who care deeply about you and you start thinking to yourself, man, I got this, I know what I'm doing. I, I have this, I know better than you. When you start to ignore the warnings, you're in danger of breaking a streak that you have with God. His parents' warning was this in, in verse 3. It says, isn't there an acceptable woman among your relatives or among our people? Must you go to the uncircumcised Philistines to get a wife? What his parents were saying to him is, Samson, that's not who you are. That's not who you've been created to be. You're better than that son. And what God's word is saying to us tonight, to some of y'all that are so distracted because some of these girls who are 14, 15, 16, who look like they're 20, 21, and 22, I want to tell you, gentlemen, that Proverbs 31 says, beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. You better start, stop chasing the distraction of those pretty girls because they're going to turn on you. Stop chasing that. The purpose of a distraction or the purpose of distractions are to divert you from walking in your true God-given identity and purpose. That's what they're there for. They were on their way. Samson convinced his parents. He's like, no, nah, y'all, you got to come see her like I've seen her. I'm going to convince you. Y'all have tried this before, right? Y'all know how to play your parents. Man, I want this car. I just turned 16. All my friends got a new car. Y'all see this car on the lot? Come. I'll show you, right? Working his parents. And they were on their way to see if Samson wanted to marry this girl his mind was pretty much made up, and this is what happened. I want you to visualize this tonight. In verse 5, it says, Samson went down to Timnah together with his father and mother, and as they approached the vineyards of Timnah, suddenly a lion came roaring toward him. 
Think about that. That is crazy. It reminds me of 1 Peter 5, verse 8, where it says, Be alert and of sober mind, because the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The story keeps going, and it says, The Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him so that he tore the lion apart with his bare hands as he might have torn a young goat. He manhandled, he ripped the lion from jaw to jaw and just ripped that mug in pieces. I don't know about you, but I am so grateful that God's love is so powerful that even when you're headed in the wrong direction with your life, His Spirit will intersect your life to save it. If you're going in the wrong direction, chasing a distraction, the Spirit of the living God will still reach down with power to try to save your life because His love is that strong for you. Because he was walking towards the distraction, Samson was more susceptible to attack from the enemy. And I want to tell you tonight, distractions will put you in the path of danger, young person. You may think you're invincible, but if you keep chasing those things, you will lose your streak with God and it may lose your life, which will lose your eternity. The enemy of your soul is waiting and wanting you to get distracted so that he can pounce. But the Spirit of the Lord came on Samson. The Spirit of God is going to come on some of us tonight. The Spirit of God is going to be your ever-present help in time of need. Some of you may be thinking, man, there's no way that God can save me. I'm too far down this path. I'm too deep in this sin. I am done. I know how badly I've turned my back on God. I'm telling you, you can be going. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how far you've gone. God's love and God's grace is powerful. His blood is sufficient to wipe away every sin. He cares about you and his spirit can reach down into the deepest, darkest situation and set you free. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Spirit of God wants to empower many of us in this room tonight to rip apart the attacks that are trying to destroy our streak with Jesus. But I've also come to warn you tonight that major victories don't make you immune to major distractions. You would think that ripping apart this awesome beast, this strong animal that would frighten any one of us, ripping that apart is a major win in my opinion. It's kind of like having your name up on the wall, making the varsity team, right? You made the squad. Maybe it's breaking some records at your school. Maybe it's scoring some, some points to win the game. Maybe it's, it's having the top GPA in your class. I don't know what your success or accomplishments are, but I want to warn you tonight that major accomplishments can set you up to think you're invincible. And big wins in your life are perfect opportunities for the enemy to deceive you. Because here's what happened. In verse 6, it says that Samson told neither his father nor his mother what he had done. Because he knew something wasn't right about what he was doing. And I pray this truth will open your eyes to what is happening in your life right now, young person. If you are being deceptive or feel the need to hide what you are doing, you are in the process of being distracted from your relationship with God. If you think you've got to conceal it, man, you're in the process of being led down a path you were never intended to go down. God... God's word is so clear that if we reveal our lives to him, he'll conceal our sin. 
But if we conceal our lives, he'll expose us. Our sin will find us out. Here's the truth tonight. He already knows what you're trying to keep hidden. God can cover any sin or mistake in your life if you expose it to him. I'm praying tonight you don't have to hide anything walking out of these doors because your streak starts tonight. The story continues. It says he went down and talked with the woman, and he liked her. Sometime later, when he went back to marry her, here's one more time. He turned aside, a distraction. He turned aside to look at what he knew he wasn't supposed to touch, the lion's carcass. And he saw a swarm of bees and some honey, and he scooped out the honey with his hands. He did exactly what he vowed never to do. See, the distractions in your life will get you doing things you never expected you'd ever do before. He scooped it out with his hands and ate it and went along. When he rejoined his parents, he gave them some and ate, they ate it too. When you start following distractions and doing things that you thought you'd never allow yourself to do, you'll end up hurting the people that you love the most in your life. But he did not tell them once again, being deceptive, being dishonest, not telling the full truth. He did not tell them that he had taken the honey from the lion's carcass. Tonight, I want to invite you to stand as I close. Just give me, just give me a few more seconds tonight, young person. I've come tonight. There are some major distractions that you know are in your life tonight. They may look sweet. Distractions are attractive. Samson looked at the the thing he wasn't supposed to touch, and he saw honey. I'm telling you tonight, don't go near the honey. Don't go near it. Stay away from the honey. Man, the, the scripture is very clear. David, he saw Bathsheba, right? He was like, man, that, that's a honey I want to I see some more of, right? He saw the honey, and it destroyed him. Saul was king, and, and he saw some of the the fulfillment of winning at war and and he said I want to even though God said to destroy everything I'm going to keep some of this to myself and that ruined his his reign as king I'm telling you tonight there's a story where Joseph was getting into bad situation after bad situation but he was man enough to say when Potiphar's wife came saying hey I want to lie with you he was man enough to say I got to get away from the honey I've got to run from this as far as I can some of us in this room need to recognize that there are distractions in your life that are keeping you from a thriving relationship with God that you need to stay away from from this point forward Turning aside to the distractions will lead you to broken commitments and abandoned convictions. It will lead you down a path you never want to go down. Turning aside can end your streak with God. When we lose our streak with Jesus, we miss out on how life is intended to be. And I'm here tonight. My last point is daily connection and relationship with God can help you discern the difference between God's will for your life versus a distraction. Daily connection, reading his word, getting some revelation from his holy scripture, listening to a podcast from different pastors every single day of your life, getting worship music on your playlist instead of the junk that you're feeding your spirit with. 
daily connection. You do that on a regular basis, and the distractions that are a part of every one of our lives will become so much more obvious to you. And you won't go down that trail. You'll avoid it.